You better turn it up. Come on, Freddy. I'm waiting for him to get to that moment, you know? Damn right. Good evening, people. This is the Dr. Zeus Podcast. There has been a death in the family. My beautiful dog is gone. Such a sweet... You know, most people, oh, the dog was so cute after I screamed at it. Or, you know, reliving the times that they were kind to the dog. This dog was so sweet. And it's truly sad. And she was so fluffy, so beautiful. Not, you know, her mother was a slut. Let's get that out of the way. Her mother's still alive, and one of her brothers is, so, you know. It's funny, you know, when people are like, oh, is it a boy or a girl? And you look at these little dogs, you can see the penis right there. Come on. You know, it's like an Eddie Fisher painting. You just know. So I thought I'd open the show with Freddie Mercury, you know, because, hey, show must fucking go on, you know what I mean? I'm uh, very proud that... A few of my listeners love the Thin Man episode. I loved it too. I love that movie so fucking much. I want to do one on Dinner at Eight. You know, because I love those movies. They speak to me on such a fucking level, you know. And, um... Last night's episode was very interesting. And I, I see that not a lot of people are, are indulging in it. Because the title's kind of scaring them. I'm pregnant. I was not pregnant. But I've learned that a title is basically your apple pie. You want to get them to eat it, you title that apple pie properly. It's like apple apple pie, uh, you know, moonshine. I've never had it, but I'd like to try. I'm not scared of moonshine. My grandfather was from Kentucky. Come on. And he was not, you know, we were not blood related. But see, I hate when people say that. I cared about him. You know, my father's real father died when my dad was really young so this was the only grandfather that I knew on that side of the family and he was a fucking amazing person you know and, and he was not perfect and he you know but I don't know I felt safe with him there I can still hear him screaming at me because we had I remember in high school we had late start day if those of you who remember it you get up and you don't have to be at school until like 9 or 10 and I remember he would call me to check up on me. I'm making sure you're ready, damn it. You better be up when I get there. You better be dressed, because I don't play. Okay. And then sometimes I'd be, you know, doze off, and i hear me, Hey! Wait up! Okay. This guy was in his 70s. Or actually, no way. Oh, he had just turned 80. Oh, he was, you know... He didn't play. I'm, I'm not kidding you people, you know? Um, oh, I don't need the Queen's innuendo. I don't think so. No, thank you. Oh, I'm very happy. I love when people from my childhood are still alive, still relevant, still getting it out there, 
E-Real has an interesting YouTube podcast that I really love. But then Be Real also does what he does, but that doesn't make sense. Be Real does what he does best. Let's just make great music. And they're back. And they're not Justin Bieber back. No, no, no. They're back. I love this. It's called Band of Gypsies. I love it. You know, I'm trying to skip to the good part. I got the Apple TV flowing. Here we go. Talking about hashish. Hashish. Ask William Burroughs about hashish. You gotta love this. It's fucking wild. The new album is called Elephants on Acid. Isn't that a title? That's your apple pie right there. Come on. Set the tone. Isn't that... Oh my god. This is not Dr. Green Thumb, people. But they're back. I gotta love that. I love that the relevance is still there. You know? I don't know. I don't know about Eminem's last album. Is that truly his last album? Relevance. It's like Britney Spears still writhing on the stage. Like she's relevant. And then Beyonce upstages her with, you know, some lemonade. And Britney's just backstage crying her eyes out. Like, they don't want... This is like 2007. Do you know how entertaining that time was for me? Oh my God. I remember I'd wake up and... um put on MTV and there it was give me give me give me more not just the VMA performance but the music video where she's wearing a black wig to cover up the shaved head hair extensions are not her friend you want a piece of me not really but hey you know some of you like her and that's great I think it's cute to like a self-destructive a mouseketeer who you know says to hit me one more time you know, my loneliness is killing me. If I had a daughter, and in a way I kind of do, in the family, um, I wouldn't let her listen to that crap. Are you kidding me? My loneliness is killing me. You shouldn't be lonely. You should be watching your, your fun TV shows, laughing hysterically. You should not be listening to this little... Whack job, my loneliness is killing me, and I. And then, oops, I did it again. You know, to be quite honest, I always thought, oops, I did it again is like someone who says, I just pooped my pants. Oops, I just pooped my pants. She should have just called the album, oops, I pooped my pants again. You know, because she drives them crazy, you know, with those implants. <sighs> and then I had a friend in college who was a little. And she, I, we would get in the car, and she would put on Britney Spears, Cinderella Has Got to Go. And she knew I hated Britney Spears. Or I didn't hate her. I didn't enjoy her. 
And I'm like, why do you listen to this stupid ass shit? Oh, come on. And then Britney did the movie where she thought she can act. Because, you know, she's not a girl. Not yet an endorsement. Till she shaved that head. That, you know. And then she and then she developed that British accent. Get out of my face. That was entertaining. Because, like, ooh. All the little pop frat fans are like, yeah, we don't want Britney anymore. We want Taylor Swift. I truly think that Britney Spears' audience, like, got tired of the shenanigans and said, we want someone who is real. We want Taylor Swift. And they got it, you know? And, you know, you belong to me, you know? And, I mean, you know, it's all about, uh, what's that one song? Well, Blank Spaces and, you know, Shaking It Off. That is Britney Spears' old audience, you know, because I knew you were trouble when you walked in, when you shaved that head with the shears. <laughs> I remember, um, and then, of course, unfortunately, we got Chris Crocker or Betty Crocker. I don't know. He's related to Betty Crocker somehow. Um, leave Britney alone. <laughs> no, we ain't going to leave her alone. You know, if you want to say, oops, I pooped again, you did. You pooped on stage. Fitty Scent was watching. He just looked like, what the fuck? Rihanna, I don't, I don't, Rihanna has no room to laugh. You can't even hit high notes. You know, you can only, I mean, she's kind of sounds like one of those goats. I'm the monster that's I mean, she's, you know, Hey, Belinda Carlisle used to get made fun of because, you know, oh, baby, do you know what that's worth? But at least she could sing, Rihanna. Oh, my God. Um, have you ever heard Rihanna sing um, Hero by Mariah Carey? It is the most disturbing thing. It is more disturbing than watching um, Steven Seagal try to get into politics. That is disturbing. Or even to be relevant. Wasn't he relevant in the early 90s? Barely. Oh my god. Meh. Meh. You know. When the sunshine is meh. Meh. Shine together. You and meh. Meh. I don't know. Maybe she tried to teach Chris Brown to meh. You know. Here's the thing with her. You know. I love when she did the Oprah interview and then she's defending why she got back with him. You know, and it's sad. It's sad. And I'm not going to make fun of that because, you know, hey, we've all got demons. But, you know, she has since moved on from extensions to, um, bitch better have my money. Here's the thing with that. Here's why I didn't like that song. Oh, someone said to me, oh, you're a hater. No, no, no. Because bitch better have my money. Then you better learn how to sing and then I'll give you money. Because right now, I don't know. It's Right now, it's about TNA. And if you don't know what TNA is, it's tits and ass. That's all it is, okay? And fame face the mask, meh, Oh, my God. Oh, I saw this really great photo of Betty Davis. Uh, before you send me your dirty letters, I don't know who Betty Davis is. Why don't you talk about The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Fuck that shit. Why would I watch that crap? Here's what I noticed about The Bachelor. We're watching it, and I said to someone, um, 
isn't that kind of a little stupid? And they said, what? Oh, it's taking place in Mexico. Do you see any Mexicans around? No. It's like when people say to me, oh, yeah, I love Mexico. I love Tijuana. That is the border. You want to go to Mexico? You want to say that you loved it? Then you go to where uh, my family's from. Because <laughs> the cartel won't let you in. <laughs> or I don't know. We've never been. But going to Tijuana is not my idea of a good time. Take it from me. I already know. I've been told by family. So when people say, oh yeah, I go to party. Yeah, you go to get something that you shouldn't be getting. And all the penicillin in the world just ain't going to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. What is this? Oh, God. Oh, let's talk about this. They're paying tribute to Harold Lloyd, who's a racist piece of shit. Racist piece of shit. It's like um, when I used to work in retail and they were taught and they were playing. Um, what's his name? Um... Uh, going my way. What's his name? Um, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby was a big anti-Semite. Yeah, you can love his songs, and that's great. But he was a big anti-Semite. Okay. Um. But yeah, let me see if I can find this. I really, I I love silent films. Um. Here we go. Ooh. So he lived in Green Acres. <laughs> not with, not with, uh, Jaja. Or not Jaja. I'm sorry. Eva Gabor. Was built in the 1920s in Beverly Hills. An all-white planned communities. The area had restrictive con- convenience prohibiting non-whites. This also included Jews from living there unless they were in the employment of a white resident, typically as a domestic servant. In 1940... Harold Lloyd, piece of shit, supported a neighborhood improvement association in Beverly Hills that attempted to enforce the all-white in court after a number of black actors and businessmen had begun buying properties in the area. However, in his decision, federal uh, judge Thurgood or Thurman Clark dismissed the action, stating that if it was time that members of the Negro race are a, a our accord without reservations or invasions, the full rights guaranteed to them under the 14th Amendment. In 1948, the United States Supreme Court declared in Shelley versus Kramer that all racially restrictive con- convents in the United States were un- unenforceable. So, goodbye piece of shit, Harold Lloyd, you motherfucker. And TCM, I'm pissed at you for playing that racist piece of shit. Oh, but it's history. Fuck off. Give me some Betty Davis. I say that strongly. Give me some Betty Davis. Back to Betty. I saw this really great photo of her, and she's open. There's a door open, and I thought that's very symbolic because she opened a lot of doors. She slammed a lot of them too. I mean, <laughs> Betty Davis eyes. And, and I loved her. My grandmother loved her, but I loved her, you know. I think people think, oh, you got to do the classics because grandma, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, no. I got into classics because of the AFI, the American Film Institute. It was then that my grandmother and I could discuss this period in her life 
you know, and my mother would watch them with her. I don't think my mother would pay attention half the time because she's probably thinking, you know, when are the carpenters going to come out with another hit, you know? I don't think so. I'm not a fan of the carpenters. But hey, she is, and, you know, you got to respect that. But, um, I was talking to someone, we were talking about the past and how society is really, everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid. And I thought, well, the Doors said it best in 1967 about the love generation, and they were drinking something before it was called Kool-Aid. And um, Jim Morrison said, you know, lost in a Roman wilderness of pain, and all the children are insane, the hippies, waiting for the summer rain. So, yeah. And uh, Ray Manzarek said, you know, uh, he was a keyboardist for the Doors, the perfect way to describe the love generation. You know, so this is the Dr. Zeus podcast. I don't want to have to keep mentioning that, you know. I prayed to Carrie Fisher for humor, and let's see what happens. I love Carrie Fisher's brand of humor because it's honest, it's raw, and it's with polygrip. You know, my grandfather, did he use polygrip? I don't know. Who knows? I don't really ask. Um, but yeah. You know, he's, uh, I think of him fondly. I mean, that was a lesson right there to brush your fucking teeth, because Grandpa's got his teeth in the sink. <laughs> you know, but he was a trip. I mean, I, I could do a whole thing of material on him in a respectable way, because I'm not going to disrespect him, because he may be gone, but he's still around. And that white owl is like, I will land on your your the hood of your car and I will I will get you and it's like okay uh, okay Hail Marys you know full of grace um yeah oh my god is it Friday yet you know it hasn't been too bad I, I've enjoyed what I've been doing and with the prayer that I don't go back to where I was originally at because you know but I have no power it's like the wicked witch of the west I have no power here, you know. I better run before someone drops a house on me. <laughs> you know, so I have to bide my time. Oh, God, I just I just quoted The Wicked Witch of the West, you know. I love I loved that movie. I love Dorothy. I love all of them. They're all, you know, simpatico. But that witch had the best shit. I mean, she was like, you know... Uh, fly my pretties, fly, and you know, the Emerald City is fast as lightning, yeah, it's like, yeah, because you can shoot lightning out of your hands, <sighs> you know, or, um, when, uh, Dorothy's trying, Auntie M comes on the crystal ball, Auntie M, Auntie M, come back, I'll give you Auntie M, my pretty, ha, 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 and the water. You know, but that witch needed a bath. If only she had gotten, like, a relaxing, deep massage, you know, um, rub down. Who knows? She could have just, you know, turned into goo in someone's hands, you know? So then tr- they're truly, they've got putty in their hands, you know? And what I never got is, they never explain what happened to Miss Gulch, you know? What did she get, you know, that someone dropped water on her? You know, that's the only thing that always got me. That and the bathrooms, 
as a kid, I was like, where's, how do they go to the bathroom? Don't they gotta take a poop? You know, Dorothy, hold on, Tin Man. I really gotta go. You know, I've been holding it since I got here. You know, there's no toilet paper in Oz. No, but they use seashells. <laughs> and if you don't know, that's from Demolition Man. And the three fucking seashells. The three fucking seashells. Oh my god. You know. It was a weird... And, and you know, Sandra Bullock, this is, I think, after Speed. Before Speed. I think she had her original nose. I don't know. And then, uh... Who else is in it? Well, of course, sliced alone, you know. Rocky! I dwell! I'm in a movie! You know. I, I wonder if Arnold ever saw Demolition and Eh, Sly, I saw Demolition Man. You need to show more ass. Oh, you know, Arnold, I don't know. I don't think they want to see that. Trust me, they do. Terminator, I show more than the cheek. I show the nutsack. It just hang to the ground. You know. At this point, Arnold's nutsack is... I mean, like he could throw it over his shoulder like suspenders. And it just stays there. I love Arnold, though, you know. And Sly. And they need to get a room, you know. I love when people say, that's not right. Or when I insinuate that Captain America and Bucky are a couple. They're a couple people. Yeah, I love when people, oh, they're not, they're straight. Did you see how Bucky kind of turned his head to look at Steve Rogers? Come on. That's, you know, that's a look of don't hate me because I'm sexy. Jump in. You know? Um, every time that Steve would look at Bucky, it's like, damn, get a room, fellas. So you can't deny that. Oh, but they're straight. No. They are... They're superheroes with a mission to confuse you. <laughs> oh, Black Widow, Black Widow, Black Widow. Shoot, even Thor. Look at Thor. Come on. Thor. Oh, my God. Guess what if he got with Bucky? Then Steve would really, you know, and then he's got to make his play for, you know, Tony um, Stark. I mean, you know, hey, Tony, you want to go to Applebee's? For what? Mm, let me show you. <sighs> yeah, because, you know, people, oh, well, they're comic books. They're heroes. They're straight. No, they're not. Okay. I mean, yeah, maybe if they're Gwyneth Paltrow, straight as an arrow, skinny as a board. Rack of lamb, meh, meh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not watching Harold Lloyd. Is he still on? I mean, he's been dead since the 70s, that racist piece of shit. You know. What, when I worked in retail, I, I don't think I elaborated on I, I talked about, you know, um, how they would play Bing Crosby. Oh yeah, I was working with this one gentleman and he started singing Bing Crosby and I said, you know Bing Crosby was an anti-Semite. What? Yeah. 
and here we're singing Christmas songs. Come on. He was like, he was? I said, yeah. You notice Sammy Davis Jr. didn't want nothing to do with him? Shit. Sammy Davis Jr. was a Jew. You think he wants anything to do with Bing Crosby? I remember one time I was in Los Angeles with my cousin. And we're walking along the Hollywood, you know, the Walk of Fame. And all the good stars were taken. You couldn't, you know, people, their greasy feet were everywhere. Well, shoes. And the only one I saw, I think, was Joanne Woodward and Paul Newman, you know, 1963. It was like a joint, you know, one, you know, handprints. And then we're walking along the crosswalk, and there's Bing Crosby's star. And I told a friend of mine, and she said that's where he belongs, that, that uh, anti-Semite piece of shit. And I thought, yeah, that's where he fucking belongs. Going my way? Well, no, because your way is racist. But you know, Frank Sinatra loved him, and I don't know if Frank was sober when he liked him, liked him. So, But you gotta look at Frank Sinatra. He left his wife for Eva Gardner, and then his wife outlived him. That is karma at its fucking best. So, um, not a lot's going on. I mean, when it's good, it's good. You know, I mean, the dog died. I'm very depressed about it. And the salad that I had at Starbucks was shit. Cauliflower fucking chicken. I should have never bought that. I should have bought, like, um, like a yogurt or something. Lemon chiffon. Hello. But when I came home, on my way home, I had, I had, um, I almost said Popeyes. No, I didn't have Popeyes. I had Panda Express, just so I could give my nephew the fortune cookie. So, yeah. It's, is it Tuesday? And why does it feel like Wednesday? Fuck, hurry up. Um, it's the Dr. Zeus podcast. It's, it's Tuesday. I got paid. I'm happy. So I want you all to pray. Let's pray for the cute little doggy that left us. And how pissed I am that she's gone. And, you know, it is what it is, people. Let's pray for impeachment. Let's pray. Let's pray that democracy still rules, okay? And he, and you know, drink that Kool-Aid if you want to. Because I ain't drinking it, okay? This, uh, this ain't 1978, people, all right? So, good night. This is the Dr. Seuss Podcast, and eat me.